Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. Christy Saul, the co-founder, coming at you live straight out of church. And it's a remarkable, remarkable fall day. What a beautiful day. I got to tell you today, church was loaded. It was inspired, divinely inspired for sure. Uh, so, uh, before I came on, I was just taking a minute because I wanted to make sure that my, the message I was feeling and sensing, um, how, how it applies to adoption awareness month, because there was just something really big there. So last Sunday, I just talked a little bit about, um, this experience. There's like these two factions with regards to adoption, adoption month, adoption awareness month. And I uh, just want to create space for all these different uh, narratives that are out there with regard to adoption. To me, that is one of the most important things. So it was kind of funny on Monday. I don't even remember what the post was, but it was related to adoption and this being adoption, a big month in the adoption community. And the comments, what was so amazing was the comments on it were so diverse. There were people who were pointing out the traumas that are connected to adoption. Just the baseline trauma of being separated from all that all that was known for nine months. And being separated from that. And the grief that many of our children experience at a very core, core level. That sometimes in the process of adoption and the joy of parents who are now being able to be parents, people who were, feel like they were called to be parents. And so they're experiencing this, this massive joy, right? This massive joy of now I get to be a parent all in the face of the grief of an infant. And because it's an infant and they don't have a voice, we don't always we don't always know that's present. We don't always realize how profound that is and the importance of taking that to heart, the importance of having a space for that. And there were people who shared about the ongoing, some blatant, some of it was blatant ongoing abuse that they experienced at the hands of their adoptive parents. Some was the abuse out of a place of not being attuned to the emotional experience of the adoptee, the abuse that happens out of a place of not understanding how trauma changes the brain, how trauma affects the structures of the brain, the hormones, the neurotransmitters, all this stuff that science tells us and not listening and honoring that this stuff has a massive impact and it can make relationships so hard. It can make uh, maintaining in a classroom hard. And then we get all the, the parents get the whole world looking at our kids with this lens of they're not measuring up. And so then we get this fearful lens that they're not measuring up. And then fear begins to run the entire relationship when we wanted to come into this with love. Oh, precious, precious healing love that's so available, but we get so caught up in all the fear. And so just to take a minute and honor all the stories, all the complexity, 
that there's space, that there's, you can just create space to honor all that is in the arena of adoption. And then we can create space for really healing love. We can set down the expectations. We can set down our agendas. Sometimes we love. We love from this place of having an agenda that says, if I love, then healing will happen versus loving. <laughs> then it's not love, it's manipulation. See, that's the thing. Then we call it love, but really it's manipulation because it's all about an outcome. It's all about trying to fix or change. We need to let go of that. We need to let go of these notions that this is about fixing people even let go of the notion it's about healing. It's just about loving. It's hard for us to wrap our brains around this idea that love is free. Love is free. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to earn it. It's so hard for us to give that to one another because we've so rarely experienced it. It is so hard for us to give a depth of grace and patience when we've not experienced grace and patience. It is hard for us to grasp the depth of forgiveness and what forgiveness offers us when we've really not forgiven. Oh my gosh, do you see the loop? Like it's just this ongoing loop. Things that we, because of the generational blueprints of what we've grown up in, all of us, all of us, all the things that we've grown up in, these places where we've been dropped emotionally and we felt like we had to prove ourselves in order to be loved and then after all of our work improving they still didn't love us it's because love is free love is free there's nothing to prove there's nothing to work for it's free and it's unconditional it's not about how good you are. It's not about your perfection. It's not about your clothes. It's not about your hair. It's not about your grades. It's not about your scores. It's not about scoring the football, football touchdown. It's unconditional and it's free. And until we begin to love without an agenda or concern for the outcome and we simply embrace and understand and believe that love is truly the greatest healing force that we have available to us and it's free we can receive it we can give it it can flow through us we can be a conduit we can be used by the greater realm of love <sighs> that's the place we want to walk in to love without concern to love freely, to give it freely, and to know that when, when we are loving people, it has its natural effect. We don't have to be concerned about the outcome. And we can plant those seeds in faith that they will grow. We might not see the tree grow today, we, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't plant the seed. So, um, let it just begin here. Maybe it just begins in this one moment, just with these 12 people who are tuned in and watching right this second, that we just take into our heart that planting the seeds of love are seeds well planted. And so we begin and we just plant the seeds, plant the seeds, plant the seeds, and trust and believe that grace, pace, time, nurturing, 
and things will be, people will get wherever it is that they're called to be. It's you know, like we talk about walking the path, you know, like where I'm walking on God's path or, or my path. And it's like we get this idea really that it's like our path and God's walking with us on that path. <laughs> when I say it like that, it's like, oh, wait a minute. I'm walking my path and God's walking with me. No, 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 my friend. No, we're walking God's path. We're just fortunate enough to be walking God's path. And when we walk that path, then we just know that love is the greatest healing force that we have available to us. We just walk that path and know that there are no obstacles. Everything's being cleared and the journey is taking the course of healing that needs to be taken. I cannot wait, honestly, to disconnect because I see beautiful, beautiful wisdom being shared just in the comments. And I know that I'm going to say these things and it's going to it's going to do something beautiful in you. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to read these comments and it's going to do something beautiful in me. And that's how it works. See, that's how it works. So go spread something beautiful to the people right there in your world. No matter how frustrating the day may be, no matter what kind of craziness is happening, just take a minute and pause. Anchor up. And spread some love. Much love to you guys. Have a blessed day. Um, that's, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> I just want to stay here for a minute. Enjoy the blessing. Much love to you. Have a blessed day. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the covenant of God bringing you together. Perfect love bringing you together. Walk in those spaces every chance, every moment that you get. Savor it. And uh, I'll see you all next Sunday. Bye.